All right. Want me to start? We couldn't do it any other way. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to PB&J. It I feels mean, good to hear you say it. Uh, I mean, it does. Do we need to reintroduce ourselves? This is Julianne. <laughs> Peyton is here Thank with you. me. Um, I mean, it's been it's been a minute, and you know, we apologize for that, but kind of not really because you know, life just happens sometimes, and it is what it is. So we took a hiatus, but we're back. And that's all that matters, right? Yeah. Honestly, it just shows that we actually do have a life, if I say so myself. And yeah, if anyone I am not gonna apologize for that. No, no. Yeah, and like we've learned that we weren't busy, we are. We're busy gals <laughs> on the go. So and just to reiterate, again, we do not get paid to do this. So right. So but we have had some upset fans. And so we are back to yeah. um, please them because we do appreciate the listeners. Yes. We, um, we value the listens and yeah, we just needed to give the people what they wanted. And we realized that we had been withholding that for a while. We've ended that. We're back. Yeah. And just in case you missed, we will just be doing this once a month. So A, you're going to get some premium content because it'll be a month's yes. worth of content. Oh, right. B, you'll be getting the best version of ourselves. Yes, precisely. And I think there there could be other points, but those are just the best points that I could those think of the at the moment. Points. 2022, yeah. the year of margin. That's what we're going for. Exactly. So, but like, it's still going to be here. We're still going to do it. Like, we're not trying to cut out PB and J. No. We couldn't even if we wanted to. Right part of who we are you know exactly it's ingrained in us um I do want to say just before we get in even with our couple months hiatus um our Spotify rap review we were like in the top podcast like world according to our recap so yeah our own personalized recap we were in the top yeah so thank you to the fans but just like we are doing a good job. Like we are working hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we'll continue to do it. We'll continue the grind. Yes. Um, in our podcast world, excited about it. Yeah. So just every the end of every month, you'll have something to look forward to. Exactly. Um, happy new year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, obviously I've seen you since the new year but just for the podcast listeners how is your new year so far what are you looking forward to what what's the vibe going into Um, yeah you know I don't know if I've said this here before but you know I love an even number year I love when I'm the age of an even number I love when the year is an even number just because I have a weird thing about odd and even numbers Two is my favorite number. So I have like 20, like, you know, 2022 is just, it seems like it will be a great year. And if not, you know, I don't know. I just think each year gets better from 2020. 2021 was better than 2020. And so 2022 is bound to be better than 2021. 
Um, and I just mean that like worldwide, like, you know, yeah. we're still obviously in the COVID world, but like, we are not where we were two years ago. So exactly. we are thankful for that. Um, but yeah, you know, I appreciate that in the new year. And I mean, I would be remiss to say if this month has not brought great news and that the Auburn Tigers are number one in basketball. I, I was waiting. I was waiting. Yes. And, you know, I'm glad to know we are roughly three minutes in and <laughs> it has been brought up because right. we need to discuss that. <clears throat> yeah. So for that in itself, like 2022 really can't be that bad as history has been made. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, tell me your thoughts about it. I, personally, I'm thrilled. I'm just, you know, beside myself. I will say though, I do feel a little bit more of a pressure now. And I'm just a little bit more anxious with every game, you know? Sure. Yes. As much as I don't want to be this way, it's like in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, what goes up must come down, you know? Right. And I just don't want that to happen. Right. Well, and of course, most, I mean, with the world of college basketball, it is, I mean, for Auburn to be 20 and one is actually pretty remarkable just for the college basketball yeah. sphere, because it's, it's nearly impossible to be undefeated. Like, I mean, let alone in your conference, but sure in your entire you know season so it's just really amazing that we have only lost one game which might I add it was in double overtime and it was on a neutral court and um yeah it's just and I mean a lot of times in college basketball when you hit number one most times the teams are cursed and they end up losing rather quickly and we saw Auburn almost do that um, a couple of nights ago, but they pulled it out. So, you know, honestly, I'm okay. You know, I do think Auburn is going to lose a conference game. I really do at some point. I don't think it will be at home. I think it will be on the road. On the road, yeah. Um, but we made it two games and we made one game, which was today at home. I wanted to have a win at home being number one and um, that was accomplished. So uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I, I assume we will fall down, but like, I mean, I don't see us getting out of the top 10 before the season's over, if that even happens. So yeah, yeah, it's just fun to be a part of history. Yeah. Exciting times on yeah. the planes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that's been very exciting, such a um, monumental thing going on this month. Yes, absolutely. So. Uh, what about you? How would you rank your 2022 so far? What are, how are your feelings towards the, the new year? And as we wrap up the first year, I mean, I'm excuse, sorry, the first month of the new year, <laughs> we're already into 2023. Um, I am very excited <clears throat> about 2022. I, I really am. I think, so, okay, backing up, at the beginning of 2022, I got COVID and then I got snowed in. So that was a little bit of a damper. You know, I was getting a little concerned, but we got over the hump and it has, it's very much been looking up since then. 
So, and then also too, I think my birthday is, is close to the new year, also in January. So I feel like every year, I might've talked about this on the podcast before, but every year around my birthday, I usually get a little bit of, you know, of a birthday bluesy type situation only for like a day or so, but you know, just kind of like feeling funky on your birthday. I don't know if that's just me, but it happens. Well, I did not have that this year. I just, like I said, I'm, I'm very excited about this year. I feel like, like, I kind of feel like it'll be a big year. I don't really know in what realms Mm -hmm, that will mm -hmm. take place, but I do think it'll be a big year and yeah. So I'm excited to see what happens. Yes. Well, you know what? That's, that's the attitude to have, honestly, like if anything, you have the attitude for a big year and who knows what's going to happen. Speaking it into existence. Exactly. Manifestation. That's right. Um, yeah. So one month down, I do feel like January always goes by the slowest. So I'm like buckling up. I feel like the rest of the year always flies by. So buckling up for what's ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to think that February is, is here. So, and then it's a, February is a short month anyway. So it's like, yeah, after February, it really does get going. Exactly. Um, yeah. Well, we did have a nice surprise come well at the end of 2021. We got the great news that on January 12th, Cheer was released. I mean, out of nowhere, unexpectedly, were we gifted. I was I'm so glad you said that because that is literally was about to be my next words. I I can't even tell you how excited. I was for that. I love that show so much. It's honestly concerning, but I love it so much. So when I found out that season two was coming out, you know, it it became a priority. Of course. Um, so clearly, you know, we've both watched, and I would like to hear your thoughts, and then I'll share my thoughts. Sure. Well, I mean. It was great to see everyone back on the, on the mat. Uh, yes. It was pretty wild to me that like, I mean, essentially we should have had a season before this season because I guess they started filming in 2019 and it, it ended up hitting the pandemic hit in like the middle-ish of the season. And so then like they quit or they couldn't, you know, do the competition in 2020 And then, you know, it picks back up in 2021. So it's like, we almost really could have had season three at this point. So that, um, that's just sad personally, but it was pretty wild to just like see, you know, like it doesn't, or to me at least, that seems like so long ago, but then when you watch things like that, it kind of makes you realize like that was literally just like a blip ago. I know. Um, but it was very interesting to see like how the show has changed their all of their lives and like you know that they aren't just cheerleaders anymore they are truly famous people um we've talked about I was devastated that we did not get to see the 2020 routine from 
uh, Navarro yeah. because it looked sickening. Um, yeah, I honestly, I wish they would have just shown a full out, like, completely. I, they might have, but I just don't remember it. Like, yeah, it, know, start to finish full out as if they're performing. Yeah, I don't think it did. I mean, I just think we saw like bits and pieces of it coming yeah. together. Um, and I mean, I w- I mean, that team that they had were not the the team after the pandemic was not strong enough to do that routine. I no. wish they would have been because it would have just been cool to see to get to see it. But um <coughs> excuse me. I liked having the perspective of TVCC come into the the season. Yes. Didn't love TVCC to begin with. Um, towards the second half of the season, I was they were earning my respect a little bit, but um, and I know you have thoughts, so I'll let you just get into it. But it was just really hard for me to respect the team for as much as they disrespected their opponent. Um, like I I get competition and I get like that fuels you, but there's like just a line you don't. I don't know. So, but uh, yeah, it was really good. And honestly, I'm just spoiler alert. If you do not want to know who won, just skip the next Stop up, this 10 right seconds now. and I will, you'll not hear who it is, but uh, Navarro did not win. And I just want to see them come back. Like I'm ready to see them come back to be angry after, yeah. after this, because they did not get blown out. Like, no. It was very close. So those are my thoughts. And I just, I, I, and we also talked about this because it's like, there has not been confirmation that a season three will be taking place, but it's like, we are getting into high gear to be training for Daytona. Like it's three um, months, not even three months now. It's like a month away. Daytona is around the corner. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, concerned. So. Well, I echo a lot of your thoughts. It it really did feel like two different seasons within one season. You know, there was yeah, there was pre-pandemic season and then a post-pandemic season in my mind. Um agree. The the first set of Navarro cheerleaders, that routine was elite. And the second routine just did not hold up to that one um which and I hate to say and and like okay Monica deserved to go on Dancing with Stars I I fully support her because she you know gave so much and has given so much for that job and those cheerleaders and all that stuff but I do think that the preparation faltered a little bit because she wasn't there and there's nothing she could do about it. It just happened. But again, I'm not sitting here expecting her to throw away her life because or not, not throw away her life, but not take advantage of once in a lifetime opportunities, you know, especially since it really was the not quote unquote, the off season for them. So it wasn't during, you know, peak, Daytona prep time Mm -hmm. but regardless I do think that impacted the second half this you know and some of the reason why they may have lost to TVCC TVCC 
I was on a roller coaster with them. I started out, I did not like them because of the very reason you said, I just couldn't because they were so like mean and harsh towards angry. Yeah. Towards Navarro. And I get it. It's competition, but also you could do it in a way that it's not like nasty, you know? And some of the stuff that Vontae was saying about Monica and like, the whole relationship with them it's it kind of rubbed me the wrong way because it's like you don't really even know her so and you're admitting you don't know her yeah like, and that was the thing when yeah. he was like he was like uh yeah I don't really know her but that's just how I am like I just like do stuff like that and I'm no. like no I that is like I don't even think like four-year-olds do that like that's just no wrong so I, yeah I didn't like that but when like um like I liked Jada toward the end like again because at first I was like oh I I didn't like her because she was like harsh like Monte was and being kind of nasty towards them but by the end of it I was I really liked her um I really liked Jaren on the team and um by the end of it I was like rooting for the weenies and things but again every time they would do something that was like so just not necessary yeah it made me not like them again and cheer against them so I don't know it was an up and down thing for me I will say though they had a better routine at Daytona I think Mm -hmm. based on what we saw so I don't disagree with them winning right um well, it was almost essentially like if two if 2020 would have happened, Navarro would have stopped TVCC in the ground yeah. because they were the stacked team. They had a better routine. Totally. But then the 2021 season, like TVCC got a whole new squad and like had these amazing, t- like they became stacked. And so like yeah. they just got that advantage and yeah. But like I said, I mean, nothing, you know, Monica does not back down from a challenge, especially after she loses. So, right. So I'm on pins and needles for the next season. Cause I agree. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to come back with the vengeance and I'm yes. ready for it. As well as the cheerleaders that are going to be there. Like, I mean, yeah, we always have that mentality of like, we're there. And if we don't win, I'm coming back so we can go and win. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to give a shout out. I know she's not listening, but Jill, I love her. And it was not your fault that y'all lost. Yes. I, I felt horrible for her. I wanted to cry because yes, that is just not a good feeling. And now I will say nobody made her feel bad. They took her under their wing and they like were consoling her and you know, whatever, but still I felt just terrible for her yeah she's so sweet she is yeah she's super sweet and she's coming back right yes she's coming back okay she will be there which I'm thrilled about yeah um so yeah so that (sighs) was a great treat for 2022 it's almost so sad because like it's over (laughs) no and there was only like nine episodes like I mean it was a breeze to watch I mean yeah so yeah that was definitely a highlight so far yeah 
Absolutely. Also, <clears throat> how I met your father. So PB and I watched this. Well, so PB came to Nashville and like a couple weeks ago. And so we started this new show, How I Met Your Father, immediately hooked. I mean, like very much into it, dive, diving in 100%. They're 20 minute episodes, breeze through the first right. one. And so we're like, oh, great. Breeze through the second one, like loving it, just chit-chatting about how great it is. And to our dismay, we realized that there's only two and they're now coming out weekly and I'm not over it. I'm just not like, that's not where my head was at with any. No, I mean, that was, I have not felt disappointed like that in a really long time. Just disappointment. Yeah. Like anyway, it, it's fine, but you know, it's not so. Right. And I failed my homework. I did not watch the third episode since, but I mean, was it good? I will watch it. it. It was good. It was good. Yeah, you need to watch it. Okay. Um, so, neither us of us have watched How I Met Your Mother, so this yeah. is just like new for us. But yeah, we really enjoyed it, and just if you need a simple watch, it's good. I'm yeah. also watching. I told you about a show called Abbott Elementary. It comes on ABC. Yes. Um, I just watch it the day after, um, and it is really funny. It's it's got the vibes of the office where they have like a camera and, you know, they look at the camera and have their little personal interviews. Um, but it's about the school in Philadelphia and it's a very poor school. So it like highlights like what educators are doing and like uh, teachers need to get paid more and like schools need more money, but it's also really, really funny. And so if you just need another, you know, lighthearted thing to watch and funny, um, but I was telling you when we watched How I Met Your Father, I just feel like nowadays, I just want, a tr I just, I like a 20 minute show. Like, yeah, it's just, and it's not the fact that I can just breeze through it, but it's just like, it's not a commitment, you know, yeah. like when you start one, you feel like, oh, this is easy. I can just get through this. And then if you want to binge two or three episodes, fine, but you also are not committed to that on the front end. Yes. And like, you haven't wasted a day if you watch three episodes. <laughs> right. So, so yeah. So those are just some few, uh, extras. Other than that, like I'm not watching much TV. Um, actually I'm not at all unless it's basketball, but yeah, I'm watching the chosen. Okay, and let yeah. me tell you, I know I'm like six months to a year late on this. I'm, I realize, but it is so good. It is so good. Like, yeah, I would recommend it to anyone. Okay. Well, I, I haven't watched it. So maybe I should watch it. You should, you should absolutely watch it. Um, I will say I, I have had to do some Googling just to make sure that I'm understanding and like, chronologically I'm in the right place to, to know like what's happening when and also things that are happening I just want context more so be prepared for that but season one is on um Amazon Prime and season two you have to download the app to to view it but okay it's free so we love that 
<clears throat> yes, we absolutely love that. Um, but would recommend giving it a go. Um, but other than that, I've not been watching. Yeah. Um, I have been reading some books though, as I know you have as well. Yeah, we aren't TV show girls anymore. So you're not going to get a bunch of TV show recaps. We're book girls. We're bookworms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, I mean, we, well, we, I think we read, it's like we did not read or we've never not read before, but we've just come to a new, like profound appreciation for books. And so we've all set a goal, including our friends. Um, like yeah. we all set up a good reads account, which is amazing. And like, we all have goals to read for 2022 and it's just a fun time. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it immensely. Yeah. And I mean, nothing like a good, I mean, for me, I love to accept a challenge. So yeah. I'm ready to crush it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I set the challenge. I'm going to read a book a month. That's my goal. I've read January, this book already, and it's called The Last Thing You Told Me. It's wonderful. Definitely would recommend. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a suspense type situation, but not so suspenseful that you can't read it at night. You know, it's not, it's not like that. Um, I gave it five out of five stars. Love it. Would recommend. If you want to know more, let me know. But I don't want to spoil it for anyone. So I'll stop there. Okay. Well, yeah, that's my uh, book I'm starting um, next, which will hit February. Um, but I read, I have read The Unhoneymooners. I literally read that in less than 48 hours. It was so good. It was just like fun. I mean, it's kind of long, but it's just a fun, easy read. Um, then I read Golden Girl by Ellen Hildebrand. Hildebrand, I think that's what her name is. I always butcher her last name, but love her. Great book. Also read in about three days. So um, just a great book. And then I have about 12 pages left in this book I'm reading for my book club, it's called in five years. And so I will, I'll have those three done by this month, which is exciting. That is uh, great. I, You're really I, checking some things off on your goal. Yeah. Uh, the first two books I gave five out of five stars. I don't really know what I'm going to give this in five years. It is an extremely easy read. Like the pages seem very short. The font seems a little big. The chapters are very short. Okay. But, I mean. um, so it's just like, I mean, it's like over 200. It's, I think it's like 250 pages. So honestly, that's really not that big of a book, but it just seemed like it just goes by very quickly. But um, honestly, I don't know, depending on how these next like 12 pages go, it might get a three out of five. Like, oh, I mean, it's just, I haven't loved it. And I've seen this book, like I saw it like started to get big or I saw a lot of people reading it like in November. So I feel like I had pretty high hopes for it. And um, they have not met expectations. So unless just there's a miraculous ending, it's probably not going to get a great review for me. 
Okay. But well, I'm, I won't be reading that one then. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I mean, if, you know, if, if you really want to read it, you know, other people might enjoy it, but I just haven't really. No. Haven't I mean, really. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't suggest it to anybody, but if y'all want to read it, okay. I tried to tell you. Yeah, you've been warned. Yeah, so yeah, but your book is uh, next on my docket. So I look forward to reading it. Can't wait for the recap on next month's PB&J. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. I'm also reading a book about the Kennedy wives, but like, I'm not uh, religiously reading it. It's like over 500 pages. I just casually read it every now and then. Yeah. Just to. I, my goal is to finish that by the end of the year. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's because good. I mean, like, it's not like a plot, like, I mean, it's just literally an autobiography about these people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, but yeah. So looking forward to uh, the book, we, by December, you'll, well, I have full faith. We will re- meet our goals. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling confident. Yeah. I so maybe we can put our book reviews each month on our Instagram. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. You know, in case anybody else wants to read. Yeah. Um, I realized that we never talked about our Spotify wraps from the oh. past from 2021. Right. So would you like to share what yours are or were for 2021? Do you remember them? Honestly, I don't really remember. Uh, I know I can find them in our messages. If you remember yours, you go ahead. Okay. I think I can remember them off the top of my head. Maybe not, but so my top five were Patrick Droney. Um, need to breathe in, in no particular order. Patrick Joni, I have yours pulled up if you would like it. <clears throat> oh, then just read them. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, well, okay, oh. it's not showing yours. Like, I have the link to yours, but it's not. Oh, I can probably find them. Everyone, please hold. Okay, this is not. Okay, anyways. Oh, here's a screenshot of mine. Okay, uh, my number one was Taylor Swift, obviously. Yeah. And I was in like the 0.0005% of her listeners. Like, just want everybody to know that. Yeah. <laughs> Subtle flex. Yeah, but. subtle flex. Uh, then number two was Lainey. Number three was Lynn and Stella. Number four was Kelsey Ballerini. And number five was Bethel Music. And I would like to give you a shout out because you had correctly guessed all of mine before I one. gave you the results. On, oh. yeah, every single one I got them. So excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have mine pulled up now. Which, before we move on... I- that feels very on par. I just want to say. 
what that you got mine all correct no no oh. you're, you're five. Oh, yeah I mean yeah they're they're pretty spot on honestly I really did I think I told you I thought Olivia Rodrigo would get on there but I think I just became a fan a little too late you know too maybe. late yeah, yeah 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 but yeah mine are yeah it's pretty legit um okay so mine are number one was Laney number two was the band Camino number three was Patrick Droney number four was Need to Breathe and number five was Old Dominion that so, Old Dominion one was sneaky it really was sneaky and it came in last minute I will say because I started listening to them um on heavy rotation very late in the year but I went, I went on a- You went a hard, hit. it sounds like. Yeah, they put out a new album. And so I really spun that record a while. Um, and also like, I really love their old stuff, um, especially their Meat and Candy album. Yeah, I really I, yeah, their old stuff is really, really good. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, their new stuff is good too, but just the, the old stuff. Really yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I don't think I've, there's never been a year that Need to Breathe is not on my top five, never. <laughs> Which is fine. Honestly, it's probably true. But at this point, like, I come to expect it. Honestly, I'm pretty sure mine was exactly the same. I don't think Kelsey Ballerini made my top five in 2020. She might have, because that's when uh, her album dropped. But mine, honestly, could it be the exact same. Uh maybe a few different orders, but I mean, I don't change much in my music. So I know I don't really either, but you know what? I'm shocked that Patrick Droney was not number one because when I tell you that album, I played it on repeat and still to this day do. I do. It's so good. I have every a question. Oh, go ahead. Finish. You finish. No, I just said every single song. Oh, what question. My question to you is, what does it say about you that Taylor Swift is not in your top five? You know, I don't know, but I, I listen to Taylor Swift. That's the thing. I do. I just think that, like, you know what? You know, I think actually this is probably what it is. Taylor Swift is not on most of my created playlists. Mm. I, if I want to listen to Taylor Swift, I go to her profile and I listen to her entire album. Like that's where I, that's where I go. Lainey, Van Camino, Patrick Joni, Need to Breathe, Old Minute. Like they all infiltrate a lot in my created playlist. So I, and I listen to my created playlists a lot. So I think that might be the, the issue. But I still don't think you're answering my question. What do you mean? Like, what does it say about me? Like that I'm not a Taylor Swift fan? No, I'm just kidding. No, that answers the question. I mean, <laughs> I, I would say that you definitely listen to, I mean, it's clear. But no. You definitely listen to more Taylor Swift than I do. But I, I love it. I love her stuff. I just. I was just joking. No, I mean, but logistically that makes sense. And that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, Do you remember? I, I think we talked about this like when it happened, but just bringing it back up. Do you remember when there was all that controversy about like Taylor, oh, not Taylor Swift, um, 
Justin Bieber like buying his way onto people's lap. Yeah. I kind of don't believe that's true. No, I don't either. And I think I heard, I think it was like, I think I heard this on the morning toast, which made sense. It was like a lot of his songs are in playlists, like not even ones you um, created, but just like popular playlist. And so it's easy for him to like pop up on your playlist. I mean, on your top Spotify, but see, like he was not on my top uh, artist, but and I said this in our, one of our podcast recordings, the beginning of last year that anyone would be, if not my top song, it would definitely be in my top songs listened to. And it was number two, but he wasn't in my top artist. Oh, wait, which song? Anyone. Oh, anyone. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I played the mess out of that song. Yeah. For about the first four months of 2021. Honestly, I still same. love that song. I like, do too. So I, th- and I feel like even, I mean, I felt like that was a good reasoning they had said about that. And I, I think it makes sense. Like he's just a pot, like he's popular. So he's going to be on a lot of playlists. Yeah. That does, that actually does make a lot of sense. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. He, some people were not happy that he had landed on their top five. No, they were not happy, which I'm like, I mean, who cares? Whatever. Yeah, just don't be embarrassed if you listen to Baby still. Like, I mean, you yeah. <laughs> but I honestly, I would have been mad too. If I knew I didn't listen to him and he made it, I would be like, <laughs> oh yeah, I would have known that this, that would have been, something would have been not right if he had landed on mine. Um, yeah, same. Yeah. So. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. hopefully we have some good music in 2022 uh i need something i'm desperate for my spotify feels like a dry wasteland right now oh wow well you know always play taylor swift well you know i could and i probably will she doesn't let me down yeah she can never let you down no do we think what what are we what are what is your what do you think is the next release 1989 or speak now or I guess her original album, but no one wants that. I think she does that one last. I think, here's the thing. I think it'll be, I think it can go two ways. I think it'll either be 1989 next because that's what everyone wants and are waiting for, or she does 1989 last because she doesn't want to like peak with 1989 and then the other two falter, you know, which I feel like is kind of what would happen. So she might do speak now or the original Taylor Swift next as like a kind of small, because kind of like what she did with fearless because speak now will not be small. Okay. it, It won't be small, but I'm just saying like, not as big as 1989 because think about it i view it as equivalent to fearless so like speak now and fearless to me are kind of like same caliber same level so when she put fearless out she put a lot of promo behind it and everything and like did all the stuff and that was great and it did really well but compared to red she like went all out for red did all the <clears throat> TV shows, did all the stuff to promote it. And that's what I think she's going to do for 1989 as well. 
But I'm saying that in, I see your hand raised, but I have to finish this one thought and then I'll call on you. But, <laughs> but I feel like speak now might come next and she'll treat it like fearless and then she'll treat 1989 like red. What do you have to say? But I have heard theories and I want to know if you think this is true or could happen because you say she's going to blow up when 1989 comes out, like the promo. But a lot of people think that she did all of that stuff for Red. Because if you think back when Red originally came out, she did, that was her prime. She did all of that stuff for Red. Like that was when she was in Diet Coke. That was when she was doing all these things. So it was almost like she redid, she rewrote her story. Exactly. She was going on night shows. She was doing all this promo. Do we think that was just because of Red? I don't think she's going to ball as hard as she did for Red as she did for night. She does for 1989. And I think that's just because 1989 is going to slap either way. And on its own. She doesn't um, but I think that is an interesting perspective that people have found that she did all this promo for Red, Taylor's version. But like, if you think back to Red yeah. the first time, she's yeah. essentially doing what she did the first time. That is a great point. And honestly, I could see it. I could see her doing that. Yeah. I think she's going to do Speak Now next. I just think that Red has had so much hype that she can't, like, that 1989 is just too too delicate to... I agree. That, yes. Like, I kind of it would just be too much for her. It would be too much for the people of America and the world. Like, but I am I'm thrilled for Speak Now. Some of my favorite songs are on Speak Now. So, I mean, I think Speak Now is going to do better than Fearless. But um, I personally think that Speak Now will be next. Yeah. I really hope we get some info on that. What? I really hope we get some info. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, Yeah, I really do. Because she put it out in November. I mean... Maybe in the spring we'll get an, an update. Yeah, maybe so. Speak Now feels like a springy album. Yeah, like with the purple and the fun, you know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. We'll see. Because I've heard, I don't know if this is actually true or not, but I heard that she's done doing this. Oh, I was like, done doing what? No, oh, no, but no, like no, recording them? Done recording all of them. So. Oh, well, that's just rude. She's just holding them in her vault. Yeah. But again, I I don't have that verified, but I've heard that. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, Well, I think one more thing that I just wanted to talk about real quick. Okay. Because I know, I don't know how long we've been doing this, but um, I wanted us to just briefly touch on, it just made me think about uh, (gasps) Spider-Man. I cannot believe I've gone this almost one hour. And yeah. So we we saw Spider-Man uh, 3. Uh, First of all, there are about to be a lot of spoilers. I'm just saying. <laughs> if I, I will not hold back. If you haven't seen this, you need to turn this off right now because. It's going to be ruined. I'm about to dive in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we saw that, right? We saw that together. It was a fun time. It was. Yeah, it was sad i i wish i would have brought my tissues 
Uh, those movie theater napkins don't hold well don't, to tears. Are paper thin. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so because this is just your world and Tom Holland is the light of your life, I will let you just have your moment. Okay, first of all, I'll start by saying that I'll start with the movie and then I'll go into Tom. But the movie was impeccable. I mean, 11 out of 10 so good like it was the perfect mix of lighthearted but also very serious and happy but sad emotional like pulling in so much tradition and so much history but also with this new wave of spider-man i mean it was it was magical it was so good um so yes, if you haven't heard Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire do come back in this movie. <clears throat> and obviously I have not seen the old Spider-Mans when I watched this, but after I watched it, I went back and watched Andrew's Spider-Man. I haven't watched Toby's yet, but it did make it hit a little different um, after watching Andrew's, I will say, because I have seen this movie twice. Um, but... I just thought it was great. I mean, like, I thought Zendaya is amazing. Just in general, she's amazing. But in this role, she's amazing. Um, and Jacob, that's that alone, I think is his last name. But the three of them together as just like little besties is, I just love it. I just love it so much. <sighs> I wept. I wept from the halfway in to the very end. Um, Cause yeah, Aunt May dies, obviously, or not obviously, oh. yeah, but she dies. <laughs> Started weeping there, didn't stop till the very end. Um, I also really like the relationship between Doctor Strange and, and Spider-Man. It's just kind of like a nice little banter they have. Also, sorry, this is the last thing I'm going to say about it, but after watching Andrew's movies, he's so much more like tortured kind of and emotional in his movies because so much bad stuff happens to him in just two movies. Like so many people die and things are just taken away from him and all this stuff. And so up until this point, Tom Spider-Man has not experienced any of that. It's again much more of a he's like just this kid mm -hmm. and then so he hasn't really gone through all of that or had to like be that tortured or emotional about things but in this movie you see that a lot more which was kind of nice to see because I feel like that's a through line with all of the Spider-Man movies and then finally to Tom I okay I'm sorry Peyton has heard this like a million times because it does put me a little bit on soapbox about it. Um, Tom, I have been on the Tom Holland bandwagon for a long time. I mean, months and months and months before everybody and their brother is talking about him after this movie. Like, if you think I, you were I, first, you weren't. No, you were not first. I was first in line. I have text receipts to prove it 
that I have been standing Tom Holland from day one. He's just so like funny and charming and quirky, but so nonchalant about it. I just love him. I just love him so much. Anyway, so yeah, I've always loved him. And then after this movie, I love him even more and I'll continue to love him. But again, I just need people to know, like, I am first in line. So everyone else, step back. Sorry. Yeah. I got Don't you. apologize for... So that, yeah, I'm sorry. I will step down off my soapbox now. <laughs> Those are my thoughts. I love it. I'll, I'd see it again tomorrow. So. 100%. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I will echo all the things you said. I, I I love Spider-Man. I mean, like I love Spider-Man, but you definitely have a go hard for Spider-Man. Like, I mean, I don't know how anyone doesn't love Spider-Man. Like, right. You can't not love him. You can't not love Peter Parker and like his heart. Um, but I, I didn't realize it, it came to my knowledge before we went and saw this movie that I had not seen the second Spider-Man, like did yeah. not know there was a second Spider-Man, but it became confusing because I watched the Avengers in 2019. And when I finished with Avengers Endgame, there was just a little miscommunication that you're supposed to watch Spider-Man after Endgame because obviously I did not watch Avengers. I'm kind of late to the game, but so I missed that you were supposed to watch the second one. So I had to like do my homework before the, the third one. And the second one is a great movie. And mm-hmm. I think because like I had just watched it a day before everything was just built up for me and like everything else was just so more like impactful and yeah I did not go in there expecting to weep I don't think I've ever cried in an Avengers movie I don't I mean I didn't I didn't cry oh no I cried in Endgame um yeah at the end I cried in Endgame but I mean like just a tear came like it was not yeah it was taking everything in us not to <gasps> in the theater like seriously seriously it was it was just so moving and it was just so sweet and like there was so much like redemption too, I feel like, especially yes. with Andrew Spider-Man. Yes. Which also made me emotional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like, again, spoiler, I mean, I guess you've made it this far, but like I could not handle, but like I would watch it all over again. The scene when he goes in the donut shop and oh. doesn't know what to say. He has this piece of paper and like, just one of the best scenes ever. Like it is Literally. so sad and heartbreaking, but like you can't turn away. You can't. And, and it just oh. gives you hope for some, like yes. there's obviously going to be some other movie made. There's gotta we, be. We need some closure, but it just like, even though it was so hopeless, there was still hope. A in glimmer. Those final That's scenes. Yeah. And yeah, I want to go see it now again. So well, you know, I'm I'm with you. I'm in to see it again. But yeah, also in that scene, when you, Zendaya like moves her hair and you can see the Band-Aid. Yes. And he's looking at her like, 
Yes. Oh! And like, I just want to know, like, where did, like, how did it have, like, there's just answers that I'm not going to get, but it's like, where did she get a cut on her head? Like, we need yeah, answers. And, yeah. How, like, did they, yeah. Did, did she just come to and realize like, oh, I have a cut on my head. I don't know how that happened. Let me just put a bandaid on it. Like, yeah, I, I hope that in the next one, we kind of do a little bit of a flashback and they show more of like what's that happened in that going time. on yeah, yeah, yeah because they did a good job with that in between spider-man two and three like it really did pick up immediately literally after yeah yeah so i was glad about that um Man, yeah so you should see them well personally i think you should see all the movies beforehand but that's a different story for a different time yeah. uh because it will just make so much more it'll just it'll be so it'll much, be more much more satisfying yes Not and i mean like i can't imagine going back and watching one and two knowing what happened in three it oh, would just be gut-wrenching so oh, no. do yourself yeah. a favor and just watch all three in order yeah yeah so yeah but yeah that I just wanted to bring that up because I just didn't feel like we should pass the opportunity no I am I'm honestly disturbed at myself that I (laughs) went this whole time didn't even cross my mind to bring that up so thank you for that of course um but yeah this has been a great little catch up um welcome back everyone again yeah. Hope you missed us. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't, you do now. So yeah. yeah, you'll miss us and wait till February. So I'm sure great things are to come in February. We'll have some good content, music, TV, book, life, celebrity drama, whatever it may be. Uh, so yeah, we'll just see you in a few weeks. See you guys later.